Keep your eyes on the clouds today on Podcast Magoria. Welcome to another episode of Podcast Magoria's Halloween A to Z. My name's Autumn. And I'm James. And today we are on our in movie. Yes. In for nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, finally, we got to watch this. Uh, yeah. We didn't get to see it in theaters and nope. we were very disappointed and we were like, Oh my gosh, we this was an absolute must for the A to Z this year. Yeah, yeah. It, like I mean, squeaked by because of the fact that like there was this kind of this period where I was just like, I don't know if it's gonna be available. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll try. And we were lucky. Yeah. <laughs> this 2022 two hour and ten minute future classic <laughs> for once i'm gonna say not long enough no <laughs> yeah like it's amazing because i mean it's a long one yeah it, it's um tied for longest movie on the list this year it just flows really well you settle in and i feel like you know this movie has um a very clear like Act one, act two, act three. Yes, for sure. You know, and, and kind of like how there's some other movies in recent history that are kind of like that where you go, well, you know, this could have been split up into into like parts, mm-hmm. you know, and either been explored further, you know, extended it out. Like, yeah, like if there was a four hour cut of this, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, <laughs> but, I would watch it too. Yeah, oh, for sure. Since this is such a long movie, let's... uh. Let's hang around no longer and just go ahead and jump on in. Um, And what a way for a movie to start. Yeah, with the disgusting sounds and something horrible happening. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's like initially, like, uh, like TV broadcast, like, you know, it, it just sounds like somebody fell asleep watching, you know... TV land or Nick at night or something yeah. like that. But yeah. Then you realize, oh no, like something very horrible has happened. Oh, and before we get too deep into this, I, I want to say like mild spoiler warning, of course, obviously, like, yeah. cause it is this show. And it is the newest movie on our list. Yeah. So, but we fully intend on kind of just leaving a lot of like the, the hyper interesting stuff, like the, the, the juice Mm-hmm. Uh, if you will kind of vague just because of the fact that like because it's such a new movie I, I would hate to be like this is exactly how everything happens you know like we usually do yeah yeah but we do that for like 40 to 50 year old movies this one it's like what five months old maybe it's it's, it's yeah not, so you kind of like um with uh with this scenario that the movie opens up on you kind of piece together what what has happened um with it yeah you uh you don't initially know sure uh what has 
actually went down. You were, you're just seeing the aftermath. Yeah, yeah. Of the carnage. Yeah. It's horrifying. Um, also, I'm going. I am going to point out every time we see this damn shoe that shows up in this scene. Good. Good. <laughs> and I haven't seen anything online like pointing out because I mean, like all of Jordan Peele's movies are cryptic as hell. Yeah. And there's a lot of like subtle homages or or hints or like a under like like a secret narrative and stuff. Yeah, and I want to know what's going on with this damn shoe because they never fully explain. Yeah. Or like I never caught on to okay, why are we focusing on this shoe and why is it standing straight up? That's yeah. what's weird about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I get you know, I guess I guess it's like sometimes there's just unexplainable weird phenomena we're taking too long of this opening scene let's move it along blackout which there's a lot of these like hard scene ends black screen next scene mm -hmm. which i think he kind of likes to do because i feel like they did that a lot in us as yeah. well there wasn't a lot of transition yeah type stuff we meet our main character oj mm -hmm. and we find out that him and his father are Horse wranglers for Hollywood films. Yeah. Like they do all the horse training. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, they're just, you know, doing, doing their horse thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the dad played by Keith David, mm -hmm. a legend in the industry, you know, just talking about, you know, just like him and his son just kind of talking about, you know, your basic stuff. Uh, yeah. Keith David gets up, you know, is on, on the back of, uh, of Ghost. The horse. Yeah, the one that they're really hoping they can get trained up uh, yeah. to do this big season two of a show. Ooh, yeah. they might sign us on again Yeah, if we do really well with the horses. Yep, as OJ is uh, walking away uh, from his father, there's ultimately like what seems to be daytime sunshine hail. <laughs> yeah, except it's not making... The right noise for yeah. hail. Yeah. It's definitely clinking as it hits the ground. Yeah. You get a clinking and a plinking and a dinking. <laughs> <laughs> and did we hear another weird sound during this part, too, that made them go, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you do notice that the uh, that the dad is just kind of staring up at the clouds, um, you know, while OJ's, you know, paying no mind. And he looks back at his dad after like all the all the dust is kind of settled and and Ghost is just kind of trotting along and his dad falls off the horse and then it cuts to him in the truck with his dad and his dad's not looking so hot. Ah uh, no, he's not doing too great. And I, you know, when you live out in the country like they do, you have to drive yourself to the hospital. Yeah, and. That was probably a very stressful ride. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th this is horrifying to me. Like, brain stuff is, is kind of like... Makes you squeamish? It makes me squeamish. And so while he's driving, he's talking, you know, ha keeping his dad talking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, his dad's like slurring his words yeah. and not making a whole lot of sense. And, and, and it's just like... It, it's icky for me. <laughs> and so, like, you know, his dad starts kind of, like, passing out and stuff in the truck. And then they're at the hospital. And you see um, an x-ray 
of his dad's skull, which there is um, an object in there that shouldn't belong. <laughs> yeah, it was a nickel. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and OJ decides to keep this nickel that killed his dad. Yeah, that's right. Because, sorry, that's the big spoiler. <laughs> that's the big spoiler of the movie. Dad's dead. That's yeah. right. <laughs> like, they wouldn't figure it out from us talking about the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to black. Titled movie. Nope. We get a little bit of credits um, with footage of uh, yeah, the, the jockey. jockey. Yeah. yeah. And then it goes to the set of a uh, of a production and you see oj standing in front of a green screen uh with a horse people on the production are just like who is this goober who like where where's our normal guy and this is when the news breaks out that oh well yeah he passed away a few months ago so we have his son here instead <laughs> so everybody's a little nervous yeah they've never really worked with him yeah they're also kind of stupid and ugly about it too. they are they are um <laughs> OJ, not being a very big uh, people person, you know, keeps telling people, hey, don't touch the horse, don't look at the horse, don't, you know, leave the horse alone, basically. Yeah. Like, I'm the wrangler, you guys need to back off. But of course, he's, you know, he's not except, uh, exceptionally assertive about this. Yeah, know? he's very uh, awkward about it. Yeah. Um, Please don't touch the horse. Yeah. A, a safety meeting is called, and he just keeps going, yeah, my sister's going to be here in a second, don't worry. Yeah. Um, and then he starts going into, like, a, a little bit of the history of horse training and whatnot, and this is when sister finally, like, runs in. Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry I'm late, guys. Ah. Yeah, and then she gives her very uh, manic presentation <laughs> of uh, of history of their company and the fact that um, they are the descendants of the jockey in the uh, of in the film and um, and that that's why like the, you know it's all about the legacy of their their family being in filmmaking and dealing with horses and all this stuff she also advertises the fact that um, that she dances dances she DJs she acts she does stunts she does all this <laughs> stuff Um you know, introduces herself, by the way, as Emerald. Um, <laughs> tells everybody, well, that's all I got for you. I'll be over here. Thanks so much. Bye. Well, she goes off and talks to somebody over by craft services. <laughs> <laughs> um, the production starts, you know, like, like they start readying the cameras and doing the lighting stuff uh, for uh, for the shot. And they completely bombard this horse. Like, yeah. just like a group of people swoop in. Yeah. Makes the horse a little nervous, and he's like, whoa, hold on. Yeah. Let's stay back. And as he's still trying to, like, wrangle all these people. Yeah. Like, somebody comes around with one of those um, stick that's supposed to help with lighting. Okay, so I thought that it was a, uh, one of, the, like, the lighting bulbs, but uh, but I believe that the... Because it's got the mirror on it. Yeah. And I think that that's actually for um, for CGI stuff. Oh. It's been a hot minute since I've learned anything about filmmaking. Right, right. And so, like, I, like I'm pretty sure, and correct us, you know, please do, um, any of our filmmaking friends out there. But, I, yeah, the, it's the, the mirror bulb. I'm pretty sure it's for, for that. Yeah. Anyway. Which, of course... A horse sees its reflection; it freaks out. Of course, a horse will freak out from uh, from its reflection. Because why wouldn't it? That's right. The horse, very matter of factly, 
like doesn't like you know rear up on its hind legs or anything like you see in normal you know or in, in your typical movie um instead it's just very like, casually just does a back kick and um and kicks uh, one of the techs uh in the chest um which there was an actress that was on set that kept kind of getting all up in the horse's business yeah and she was really old and frail yeah and <laughs> i guess like so the movie didn't turn into a murder trial um for a horse like they they chose not to collapse her face yeah well <laughs> i honestly thought she was gonna get her block knocked off yeah yeah <laughs> um i guess that's that it's that subtle suspense though yeah like, it, it definitely was a little i felt bad for the horse when everybody was starting to crowd around it yeah yeah um also surprisingly enough horse doesn't get put down well come on it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't the horse's fault you These know, people know their horses. I'm just saying, if it was 19... Well, obviously, they don't know their horses, because they would have backed the fuck off the horse. No, I'm talking <laughs> about the trainers. God, you know, it's California <laughs> law. Like, uh, that horse should have gone to trial for assault. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... That didn't go so hot. After we see this happen, we end up seeing... Basically, the aftermath of it being that they bring a, a horse stand-in to do a digital horse yeah which i mean that's 3d animation is definitely getting rid of horse actors mm -hmm. and animal actors as a whole which is probably for the best if they can do it well <laughs> yeah if they could do it well sure yeah. but i do think that that's the way to go yeah, anyway absolutely. yeah ethically <laughs> ethically yes. yeah. yeah so oj is uh is you know talking to you know, his sister on the drive back to the ranch and is um, not exactly happy with her for advertising her side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> or her many side hustles. Yeah. And we kind of get from this discussion that they might not have the closest relationship mm -hmm. either because she's like oh well i'm staying with a friend and you don't have to worry about giving me a ride i can find my own ride mm -hmm. like she just does not want help from him at all yeah uh they drive up to this theme park called jupiter's claim uh-huh lucky the horse that we've seen in the previous scene is handed off yep I'm guessing that that's what happened is they're like, oh, this horse can't work in film. We'll sell it to a theme park. Yeah, yeah. It's still a show horse. Yeah. It's just that, you know, like it, it's like show horse or glue factory or Alpo, maybe dog food. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, there's not a whole lot of options. You know, like ever since they stopped letting Denty Moore put uh, horse meat in their stew. Uh, it's been hard to, to know what to do with them. That's what's so good about it. <laughs> that's, well, that's what used to be so good about it. <laughs> um, OJ and M are still kind of arguing about the business as he makes his way up uh, into a building to meet with the park manager. Yeah. Ola, everybody calls him by his uh, childhood uh, character's name, Jupe, Jupiter. Yeah. yeah. Which... Also beckons to the name of the theme park, Jupiter Claim. You know, while OJ is trying to conduct business with, uh, and, and forgive me, folks, but I will go back and forth between calling him Jupe uh, or Ricky. Because mm -hmm. um, <laughs> most of my notes have him as Ricky. <laughs> Richard! <laughs> uh, but anyway, while, while OJ is trying to conduct business, M is walking around the office 
talking about all the you know various items that he has hanging up on the wall you know some things you know hearkening back to um his sitcom days and then just a, a bunch of random stuff like you know it's just a bunch of decor but then she comes across a mad magazine that has a picture of a chimp on the cover mm-hmm. and she's staring at it and and that's when jupe is just like oh like that huh yeah, big fan huh <laughs> big fan, huh? <laughs> he's got a little secret stash yeah. of uh items from another little sitcom that he worked on which uh we just happened to see a little a little peekaboo uh-huh. At that sitcom uh, at the beginning of the movie. That's right. And that's why the Mad Magazine cover is a little effed up. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. We, we do live in a in a callous universe. Yeah. Um, but I feel like maybe. I don't think Mad Magazine would have had the cover that it has. Yeah. I also think that because, um, like, Jupe ends up going on, like, his, his little secret uh museum that he has you know is is all these items memorabilia and stuff from this sitcom you know things from the set and stuff like a little outfit that one of the characters would have wore uh, the damn shoe standing the damn up. shoe standing up which he stares at for yeah. a good while yeah so i'm like okay this shoe's got this something shoe's important. important yeah um <laughs> But anyway, while M is looking around and asking questions about the show and stuff, like he ends up talking about, he's like, oh, if you want to have the real story, I can give you the real story. But then instead tells her about uh, a Saturday Night Live sketch. Well, okay. He says the actual story and says, oh, six and a half minutes of havoc and hell. Yeah. And then goes, ah, well, no, this is what really happened, and then plays it off as... As a, if it's a... Yeah, yeah, as if it's a Saturday Night Live sketch. Yeah. And... Well, yeah. Again, like me mentioning the fact that, yeah, we live in a horrible universe ourselves, but I would hope that, at least at this point in time in history, mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live wouldn't have um, made a skit about this traumatizing you know, event that had people die. Yeah, because, I mean, Saturday Night Live parodied traumatic events. Sure. But they kept away from, like, school shootings. Like Alien Gonzalez. They did that, I think, yeah. right? Yeah, well, yeah, they absolutely did. Or yeah. at least they touched on it yeah. on the news. And South Park and shit made fun of it, too. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was made fun of. But, which was also, yeah totally fucked up yeah (laughs) but But it wasn't to the extent of something like horrifying like this exactly you know it's just crazy like i do i do um appreciate him bringing up uh, chris Catan, uh the role that chris Catan plays in the in the sketch yeah it's like this sounds like a real sketch like it sounds right yeah yeah (laughs) i think i think it's just because the fact that he kind of like he plays off yeah he the actual horrific episode that he lived through yeah 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 Yeah, it's you kind of see it switch in his head where he was starting to kind of let the trauma out Mm -hmm. and then had to go with what the media spin probably was Ah. was oh it's not a big deal that this thing happened it's okay yeah let's all laugh about it ha 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 you know know, it's terrible yeah after jupe uh you know tells the story of the snl sketch and stuff 
and then tells, you know, he ends up telling M that she should look it up on YouTube. We're back at the ranch, and M and OJ uh, talk about the offer that Ricky um, gave them, which um, it's like, oh, yeah, he offered to buy the ranch, but he turned uh, turned him down. M is mad about, you know, the fact that OJ's turned down the offer for the ranch being sold, and we get a little bit more of that kind of, like, sibling rivalry. And then OJ offers M to come on in and have some of that Hobby weed. <laughs> well, M was saying first, though, hey, let's check out what's in Pop's liquor cabinet. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, well, might as well take the invitation for our party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, they end up having some conversation and stuff uh, while they're hanging out, you know, talking about their dad. And then M reveals that she's in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of the therapy was talking about the first ding-dang horse she was supposed to train. That's right. And she told her dad over and over, oh, I'm going to be training that one. That's my horse. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, for your birthday, we'll we'll do that or whatever. But mm-hmm. it turns out her dad let OJ train the horse instead. Yep. Which was probably the beginning of the kind of fracture in uh, OJ and M's relationship. Yeah. Um. While she's telling the story, she's kind of looking out the window, and she goes, huh, why is Ghost in the arena? And we see that the horse ghost, not the band, <laughs> is out there in the area where the dad had been killed earlier in the film. It's funny, though, because, of course, our uh, roommate that we were watching this with had to make a joke going, ah, that's where they're supposed to be, in the arena. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Ghost of the Band. So yep. I thought that was funny. So we see the uh, the horse that has trauma now because mm-hmm. it's the same horse that um, OJ's dad was riding on when yeah. that incident happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, does it, does this horse seem to have trauma to you? Maybe a little bit? All, all horses uh, uh, seem the same to me. I, 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 can't, <laughs> I can't gauge what's going on in their heads. Other than, gee, I hope I don't get turned into beef stew from Denty Moore. <laughs> That's right, Denty Moore, no longer having horse meat. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> to me, the horse seems upset, at least restless. Yeah. As OJ is checking on the horse, we hear this loud booming mm-hmm. sound. It turns out M's just playing the uh, vinyls from inside the house. They have a fantastic record set up. Oh, yeah. yeah for if real. you can hear it from all the way out where he's at. Yeah. Yeah. It's exceptionally loud. <laughs> this causes Ghost to run away and uh, OJ uh, rides out to find her. Mm-hmm. As he's searching for her, he sees lights out in the distance and an announcement being made over intercom. Yeah. This this goes to show how close they actually live to uh, Jupiter's claim because that's yeah. what's going on. As OJ is listening to it, we end up hearing kind of like these weird like this weird sound and like shrieks and such, and uh, and we also see the power fluctuating in the distance uh, down by Jupiter's claim, and then like kind of like the lights start going out as OJ is watching on. And then we see something in the clouds. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big something, too. Yeah. It's not like your normal... Because, I mean, most people know what this movie is about by now. Yeah, yeah. So we, like, we can... We can say that it's a a UFO. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, it's 
It's bigger than what you'd normally see in UFO footage. Yeah, yeah. So it's here. Yeah, it's it's bigger than a bread box. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> OJ drives back to the house, and uh, him and M end up reviewing uh, the security camera, which you don't really see anything because it's it's face towards like the entrance yeah, of the and, grounds. And it does have um, some breakup yeah. in the footage too. Um, so they don't really have any results from that. Yeah. OJ ends up explaining to M, you know, he's just like, yeah, I saw, I saw something crazy out there. And she's like, what'd you see? He's just like, so that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, and he also explains that he heard a horse make a sound that he's never heard a horse make. Yeah. And um, that's kind of horrifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Em and OJ discuss, you know, basically finding evidence of the UFO. And Em um, explains this is how they're going to make money. Because, like, if they could actually get footage of this, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they can sell it online. You know, or sell it to like the news or whatever for for a butt ton of money, and right. just, th- th- then they don't have to worry about horse wrangling or none of that stuff. Yeah, we just gotta get the Oprah shot. That's right, gotta get that Oprah shot. Um, they end up going to a uh, an electronics shop, which um, it's what's it? It's Fry's Electronics, I believe, and um, that's a real store. Huh. Um, however, okay, so. When this movie was filmed in 2021, mm-hmm. they still had locations. Um, oh. They all closed down before this movie was released. Oh no! So, so it seems like it's it a fake. Like a, yeah, yeah. Place. But it was it was actually a real uh, a real location. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, they're going around, you know, getting their equipment and stuff like surveillance equipment and all that, and uh, they go up to the register to check out and. The the tech, <laughs> yeah, the cashier is. Yeah. He's one of those stereotypical like um, dude bros you'd see at like Geek Squad or something. He's he's essentially telling them, "Oh, you guys would never be able to set this up by yourself. Yeah, uh, we can install it for you." Yeah, and oh, OJ's just like, "No, thank you." Do you want this protection plan? No, you know? it's all good. Thank you. No, thank you. All right, you know. And then like, yeah, yeah, he just keeps up. Uh, kind of pushing on it yeah um but he eventually gets to where he's like wait why are you buying all this stuff Mm -hmm. um oh you're out there in the country huh yeah seems like a good uh ufo spot huh yeah Yeah. (laughs) like he he alludes to it at first yeah Ultimately, though, despite him kind of being a jerk at first and being so, like, uppity. Yeah. Like, I know more than you. um, They invite him out to install the cameras. Yep. And uh, while they're out there, um, you know, doing the camera install, it's him. And, uh, oh, by the way, the tech's name is Angel. Um, They. uh, This is important. We do see him again. Yeah. 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 He's he's kind of the bell of the ball. <laughs> he's talking to OJ and he's just like he goes, "Oh, you know, by the way, um they're not called UFOs anymore. They're called UAPs because that's how uh, because of the fact that there have been a ton of UFO sightings, they changed the name so nobody would give a crap about it cuz UAP, no one knows what UAP is mm-hmm. and everyone's so used to it being UFO that you could report you know, a ton of sightings of UAPs and no one pays it any mind, you know, and, and, and then he just starts going on a little bit of a, a, a tangent 
about aliens and, and <laughs> civilizations and, and all this kind of, you know, stuff. Yeah, and uh, OJ just kind of dismisses it all. Yeah. Even yeah. though he's seen. Yeah, he's seen it. He's seen something weird, yeah. but he's still just kind of like, eh, about yeah. it. Um, M ends up arriving with a horse decoy that looks kind of familiar hmm. from earlier in the film. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, though, because, you know, OJ's kind of freaking out that mm -hmm. she shows up with this decoy horse. Yeah. And while they're arguing about that, the very man that owned this decoy horse, yeah. <laughs> old Jupe, comes yeah. up and they're trying to act cool and collected and that oh. this isn't your horse. <laughs> well, no, I love it because the fact that, like, yeah, because he's he's not outright saying, you know, you take my horse. Yeah. But he's just like, oh, that that horse looks awfully familiar. And and uh, M ends up beating him to saying, asking, <laughs> well, where'd you get that horse? Like, she ends up saying it faster than he can say it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, oh, hmm, that was weird, you know, and stuff. And they just kind of play it off. And then... Jupe is just like, well, hey, uh, listen, I just came out here to invite you guys out to uh, my family show. Um, it's going to be a big deal, and I think that you guys should really check it out. And he's got a flyer, but then, like, the wind blows it out of his hands, and he's he's just super awkward. Yeah. Um, he's adorable. Yeah. I know yeah. why everybody loves him, even though, mm, questionable, um, he's in the gray area. Sure. I'll sure. say that. Oh, absolutely. Everything's good. Thumbs up. He goes away. <laughs> yeah. No um, questions asked. Angel also um, ends up leaving. and But not before saying that, oh, well, you oh, know, yeah. I, I could review the footage for yeah. you guys for free. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's he, a flat out no. From... Yeah, because he keeps trying to be a part of the gang and, and they're just like, this isn't... Because he loves UFOs. He's yeah. obviously an enthusiast. Yeah. And that's what I love about this character because at first you think, oh my God, he's like a jerk. He's mm -hmm. like one of these jocks that ended up in like a dead-end job that he hates, you know? Yeah. But it turns out he's actually a big nerd too and just wants to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. That's what makes him so endearing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, after this, it is nighttime and um, OJ is, uh, he's, pro uh, he's prepping basically one of those mirror balls that mm -hmm. we had seen, you know, that scared Lucky earlier. So he... He's learned from this issue and is uh, is preparing to train horses to handle that as well. We see M falling asleep in in, um, in her trailer, and um, OJ ends up hearing a horse shriek. Uh, goes outside to check it out and ends up going to the barn. This, dear listeners, is one of those scenes that we shall gloss over. Um, it is incredibly tense. It is. Ah, um, uh, it. It made me actually like make a sound. Yeah, and I don't, I don't do that very often. Oh, we were all freaking out, <laughs> and we're, and it we was were just, saying nope, nope, nope at the screen. Yeah, because the the way that everything plays out is just like, oh my god, the scene is resolved. It is resolved a very hilarious way. Yes. I will say that. I'll oh, say that much. Yep. I like it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. After this scene, we see at the store Angel is you know hanging out, and he's he's clearly 
watching the feed from uh from the ranch. Emerald's also watching the feed. I'm guessing that this is probably another night yeah. or something. And OJ is down with the decoy. Mm-hmm. While all this is happening, and it, this is another hilarious thing that I kind of want to gloss over, but one of the cameras ends up being down, and Angel calls up going, hey, one of your cameras down. Get it back up. Yeah. And <laughs> that's when Emerald's like... We told you not to watch this feed. He just couldn't help himself, you know. Yeah, and you know, and I hate, like, I hate it because, like, we're gonna end up glossing over a lot of like really like crazy stuff. But, but this is another, like, this scene gets tense. We get a lot of like um, confirmation. Yes, <laughs> we we as the audience get all the evidence we need. Um, it. It's amusing because the fact that basically while a lot of crazy shit goes down um, with OJ out there with the uh, with the decoy horse and such, we also learned that when certain events happen, um, the power goes out because of it. Mm-hmm. And and also, yeah, M is struggling with um with one of the cameras <laughs> which is really uh super funny uh-huh. and but also angel back at the shop has control of their cameras because he's yeah because he's, he's fiddling moving with yeah them. he's fiddling with it <laughs> and so that's like that's interesting yeah but but yeah all i can say is that the decoy horse is no more yeah the decoy horse has gone off to other pastures. Yeah. Went <laughs> um, to uh went to Oz, so to speak. That's right. <laughs> yeah. After this we have end up having a uh, a flashback of um of the dad talking to OJ about Ghost the horse, um, and about how some animals you know, just are free and wild. Yeah, and, you just can't train them. Yeah. You know, and it just it happens sometimes. Um OJ kind of wakes up from this flashback and is staring at the nickel uh, that killed his father uh, that he has hanging up on the wall in an, in an evidence bag. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know everybody goes through grief in different ways, but I would not want a reminder hanging up and it being the first thing that I see every single morning. Especially because the fact that it still has like blood, like it it's got dried blood. blood on it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of gross. <laughs> the next day, M ends up calling the director from the beginning of the movie, you know, to, to get his help, you know, cause like they need, they need help catching the footage of the alien. I mean, uh, of the, of the UFO Mm-hmm. And she knows that he works with film like he doesn't do like digital cameras and all that stuff and that he's, a, a you know, he can get the shot. Yeah, he's the only one that can get this money shot. Yeah. He doesn't want to be a part of it. No. He's like telling her over the phone, hey, I'm fixing to serve 10 of my friends while he while he's just editing a film yeah. like he totally disinterested. Yeah. And um, and she's just like. You know, like her and OJ argue amongst themselves while they're still on uh-huh. on the phone, and you know, you know, which uh, the director Antlers is his name. Um, okay, I was wondering if he had another name or not because I kept seeing Antlers for the captions, and I'm yeah. like, is his name actually Ant- Antlers? It's it's like I think they keep calling him Ant too, but I feel like there's another name that 
he has a last name. I got I I didn't write that down, but it's like Antlers Joseph or something. Like oh, that, or Joseph Antlers? No, no, no. Antlers is definitely oh, his first name. Oh, Antlers is yeah. definitely his first um, name. Huh. But but anyway, like you, you kind of see him, you know, looking like you know, having an expression of de- these these schmucks. You yeah. know, <laughs> anyway, like M ends up going, "Hey, listen, like what I need you for is for reality." And he's like, Ugh, "I don't no, <laughs> no thanks." And 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 OJ's like, Doc, document. And she's like, Oh, no, documentary. And he's like, Oh, that's better. And um and she's like, I'm looking for for you to get this shot. It's the it's the dream that, you know, uh, you know, I'm you know, it's the it's the miracle shot and all that. And he's just like it he automatically like knows what she's talking about without her telling him. Cause he's like, Listen, kid, I know what you're looking for. You're looking for that that thing where you're on the mountaintop and all eyes are on you, mm-hmm. but it's the dream that you never wake up from. Yeah. And and uh, and then promptly hangs up. Just at that moment, um, Angel arrives and um, and reveals some uh, something pretty bizarre that um, that he's been watching on the camera back at the shop. <laughs> yeah. And why? You should be wary of clouds. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to be keeping my eye on the clouds a hey, little more often now. I, I always keep my eyes on the clouds. <laughs> Essentially what Angel has seen in the security footage and what um, our dear siblings are fixing to see is that there's one particular cloud in the sky that has not moved in nearly 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. And um, when OJ is looking at it, he goes, you know, come to think of it, I think I've been looking at the same cloud for like the past six months. And it's just Ooh. like, oh, damn. OJ ends up uh, t- like, well, M's just like, well, hey, we've got this ca- cloud on on camera. We did it. Yeah, but who's going to believe that a cloud is a UFO? Yeah. Like people still aren't going to believe we're yeah. still going to need to get this shot yeah. after all. And, um, you know, OJ ends up saying that... Um, that it's kind of weird the way that the UFO moves. Yeah, he alludes to it might not even be a UFO. That's right. This brings us to another flashback. We are back to 1998, the event that scarred Jupe for the rest of his life. And definitely scarred me and... um. It actually went into a little bit of my fears. Yeah. A little bit. So I was horrified watching this scene. It was hard to watch it the first time. Second time, I was able to keep my eyes on the screen. Because <laughs> we have seen this twice now. Yeah. And it was still just as horrifying the second time. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. it's a hard scene for me to watch. Yeah, it's it's tough. And, and the thing is, is like, it's, it's pretty realistic as far as like this being a potential event yeah yeah um and And i I just i don't want to describe it because i want people to see the horror (laughs) so instead of describing it i just want to tell you another fun fact okay um in regards to what all happens with this how this goes down and so er, you know earlier we talked about jupe referencing snl doing a sketch about this right so um in the 80s there was an SNL sketch that was a regular where it's basically a character who's in a family, but he's the only human. Mm-hmm. And um, and they had the live animals on set. 
Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And the actor had always joked about, oh, you know, one of these days, so-and-so is going to, you know, go bananas. Mm-hmm. And it actually happened. Yeah. Like where the guy was almost killed on set on SNL. Yeah. Like where the the, the animal was coming to, to, to destroy him. And and they were just like, and that was the last time we ever did that sketch. Uh-huh. And so it's interesting that you have basically these parallels in this movie. And, it, and it's obvious that like that this is probably it's not by accident. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We also see that damn shoe again during this scene. Yes. Standing straight up. Yeah. We have to get a long shot on the shoe. What's up with the shoe? I think it's I think it's just a representation of a focal point during trauma. Ah. It's the okay. thing that Jupe held zero, on to. Yeah, held on to. It it was the thing that grounded him while the event was happening. Probably because he's thinking in that moment, why is the shoe standing up? Yeah, yeah. It's such a weird thing. It's amazing that he kept it. Yeah, and I haven't read any theories or anything no. about that particular part Mm-mm. but i want to know more i don't oh, know yeah. why i don't know why i'm so intrigued i guess because it has been a focal point in these scenes yeah i will say we don't see it again that's right this is the last time we see the damn shoe but yeah this flashback is resolved <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, by uh, Jupe uh, dissociating, you know? That's right, yeah. We end up seeing Jupe now in the present day staring into the distance. Um, and Amber, his wife, is like, all right, it's showtime. You know, puts a cowboy hat on him. It's just like, you want to run your lines? He's like, okay. And he starts to run his lines. Then we see M uh, sitting on the porch uh, back at the ranch, uh, vaping, oh, <laughs> and Angel is uh, up on the roof covering one of the cameras with plastic because there's a storm coming uh, this evening. Um, OJ ends up uh, seeing the flyer for the family show at, uh, at Jupe's uh, theme park and ends up telling them that he's going to go get lucky. Yeah, we need that horse back. That's right. That sweet horse. Yep. <laughs> We then see Jupe's show begin, and he's doing this big presentation to a very small crowd. Yeah, and one thing that a lot of people mention about this scene is the long shot on the icy machine. Oh, yeah. Which is a little weird, a little jarring. I'm guessing they got some money from the icy company. But what's really unfair is that they have a fake flavor yeah. On the icy machine, and it's cactus flavor. And I'm like, God, I want yeah. that flavor so bad because it's like they have a cactus watermelon that you can mix. I want, I want to go to this show. I don't care if, if, if I was at this particular show. <laughs> at least you got that icy. At least I got that icy. Um, so I like to believe. That it's not actually cactus flavor, that oh. it's just lime. Uh, they and, just put... And he put cactus because it's the theme. Right. You know, <laughs> like, I feel like that's something that this, like, you know, poor man's theme park. Yeah. it's a roadside attraction yeah. more than it is anything else. Yeah, Silver and... Dollar City. Oh. Actually, <laughs> Silver Dollar City kind of looks like uh, Disney World compared to this I was going to say, like, <laughs> Disney, like, Silver City is like Six Flags, Worlds of Fun, and all that. This this place is like, 
you know, practically a, a mall kiosk compared to, you know, an actual theme park. He's doing his presentation and such, and we see a person in the crowd, you know, with a veil on, which you see this person in the tra in the trailers. This is not uh, anything um, super revealing. Yeah. But it, it turns out, though, that this is one of his old co-stars. Yeah. So you can only imagine what actually happened to her since yeah. you do see her in the trailer. That's right. So Jupe's going on with his story. He's talking about how there is an actual UFO. He has witnessed yeah. it. He hasn't seen anybody come out of it, though, but he likes to believe that these are called the viewers and yeah. that they are going to be super nice when they come out. Yep, that's right. He's just like, are y'all ready to to have your lives changed uh, in exactly one hour? And he, and everybody's just kind of like, eh. And he's, yeah. like, he's like, no, in one hour, you'll be leaving here a different person. And, you know, so let me hear you shout. And, you know, everybody's like, yay. And he's like, okay, here we go. But first... A song and dance from my boys. Yeah, but it turns out this performance isn't going to take up to an hour. No. Uh, because things don't go as planned, and uh, our UFO shows up a little earlier than usual. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you, you, we can assume what happens, but this is another really horrifying scene that I'm kind of like... Holy crap, I can't believe they actually thought about doing this for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um I'll tell you what, like like without going into any descriptions of what we actually see, I will We can just describe what we hear. Well, well, I was going to say I just want to I think that this shot and this scene of what goes down you could easily put this up there with the abduction scene in um, Fire in the Sky. Mm -hmm. And like this is this is going to be one of those this is one of those scenes that I, I think it's safe to say will be it's a, it's one of those like industry standard setting like moments. Yeah. Where it's just like, yeah, this was an amazing shot. This is an amazing concept. And mm -hmm. and this is going to be one of those things that people will probably reference also incredibly claustrophobic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and as I said, though, it's just the sound yeah, of yeah. what's going on because you just have all these people screaming. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, guttural, and, like, yeah. this is primal screaming. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's the thing is, like, um, you know, and I guess since we, we're not going to describe the scene itself, we can't take the moment to talk about um, how brilliant... Jordan Peele was at utilizing sound. Oh yeah. Where there there is soundtrack, there is scoring mm -hmm. and stuff. However, he is not afraid to sit in silence. Yeah, and um that's honestly what I like about a lot of his films is that uh we we get that realistic feeling because yeah. As I, I know I've mentioned in a previous episode uh, why I love Alfred H Hitchcock's The Birds so much yeah. is because there's not a soundtrack and it just yeah. makes it so real. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, there's no music going on during this horrifying scene. Yeah. So it makes it seem so real. Yeah, yeah. There's there's just like, there's not too many directors that are comfortable with, with quiet and there's not too many horror directors, especially, that are comfortable with that. Like, Jordan Peele, Alfred Hitchcock, 
Rob Zombie. Mm -hmm. Like, because, like, House of Thousand Corpses, you get a full minute of absolute silence. Yeah. Which is, like, still, in my opinion, one of the most ballsy moves when it comes to filmmaking. Because yeah. that's a long time for the audience to sit there. That's a long time with nothing, like, just quiet. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so, like, yeah, this movie does that very well. Um, OJ ends up arriving uh, to uh, a seemingly abandoned um theme park huh and uh everything's kind of uh in chaos yeah like, yeah signs torn apart yeah there's paper everywhere there's a pig on the roof yeah of the sheriff's office of the sheriff's <laughs> office <laughs> oh jordan peele <laughs> um he gets to the arena area and uh, and sees Lucky is still in the glass enclosure that um, that was going to be a part of the presentation before the event happened. And OJ is calling Lucky over. However, um, this is interrupted by a certain flying friend. Well, it, it seems almost as if he's calling the friend, too. Right. Yeah, it's like he accidentally was just like, hey, over here, over here. No, 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 not you, not you, not you. you. No, 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 I'm sorry. Um, So, yes, we see our flying friend kind of stalking him in the clouds, Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, We even hear it make a new sound that we haven't heard it make before. And I'm wondering if that's like it's kind of like, you know, predator call or whatever. We also hear the screams. Of yeah, the we, people still within. We can still hear the screaming, and yeah. that is, it gives you chills. It's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. The friend, the flying friend, uh, ends up coming down to try to uh, snag OJ, but luckily he's in kind of a little enclosure uh, and just gets knocked out instead of abducted. Yeah, because the, the force of the suck is so yeah. powerful that it makes him... Bang his head. That's right. OJ wakes up much later uh, while it's uh, pouring down rain. Um, (laughs) We see uh, Angel is, you know, at the house, at the ranch, and is uh, starting to leave. Um, But as he's uh, getting into uh, the van and about to drive down, um, uh, the power goes out. Uh Uh-oh. Which he instantly is just like, oh, shit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) OJ calls Emerald and is telling her, hey, it is definitely not a UFO. It is actually an animal, um, like I was assuming. And it is territorial, and it thinks that this is its home, so we're in trouble. Yeah. I'm on my way. Yeah. Angel runs into uh, the house and, and, you know, tells uh, M that, you know, yeah, they're definitely in trouble, which is kind of like a no shit because the power went out and everybody knows what that means anyway. Right. Um, It's funny, though, because it's still digesting people in there. There are people that have been screaming in that in that creature for a couple of hours now. Yeah, yeah, something like at that. At least. Yeah, um you can hear them still it's still flying around and stuff, the screaming. It's neat because you know it's raining really hard and you can see where the rain stops is where the you know the UFO is. Yeah. Um and then it ends up just kind of hanging out above the house. Uh, and then the screaming stops. That's right. The screaming stops. And that's, that's um, the best way I can describe that. <laughs> yeah. Um, OJ is uh, making his way uh, back to the ranch. 
Um, however, as he's coming up the drive, the the truck uh, turns off, and that's when the UFO comes over to the truck. And um, I absolutely love this scene. Uh huh. Yeah. Because um, he's sitting there, and he opens up the door slowly on the truck and peeks out above, and there's the UFO, and it makes like a sound, and he closes the door, and he's like, "Nope." Yeah, yeah. And then he's sitting there for a while, and then we finally see our uh, our horse decoy friend. Yay! Uh, for a nice little jump scare. Yeah, yeah. Because well, I wanted to mention it for the previous scene, but we we do get to see the same thing happen from the beginning of the film, where yeah. this this creature obviously can't digest anything metal. Yeah. And it just so happens that the decoy horse is also metal. metal. Yeah. Now, there is something I do kind of want to bring up because oh. it's discussion, but there was a lot of blood in this scene. Yeah. That came out of the creature. Yeah. Do you think because of the metal and the blood, which, I mean, you kind of you kind of did bring this up, but yeah. can it not digest the blood of the humans? That's Yeah, that was my theory was that the reason why... Um, we see gallons of blood um, from <laughs> dozens of people just pouring out that, yeah, like it was the, is the iron. Uh, it, it's probably not even like a hundred percent blood. It, it might be filtered. Oh where yeah. It's just the iron. Just the iron. Like mm. liquid iron. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's like, that's, you know, and I haven't looked into anything like that. I, like, I haven't it was, either. But... And it was the second time we watched it where I was just like, well, you know, it, it always drops metal yeah and then it pours out all this blood and blood is metallic yeah ultimately so i don't know um pretty cool theory i yeah, like it yeah oj just sits in the truck and waits it out <laughs> a little bit of time passes and oj wakes up uh to the sound of the stereo turning back on in angel's van he ends up coming up, you know, slowly driving the surprisingly running truck uh, up the drive. <laughs> it's barely running. Yep. Yeah, to then get in, to get the van to get M and Angel out. Mm -hmm. Which, meanwhile, they're arguing about. We need to leave the house. No, we don't. We ended yeah. up surviving because we were in here. No, yeah. we need to get out of this town. Yeah. OJ makes it to the van. Emerald and Angel start to make their way to the van. The creature looms overhead. But this is where um, OJ finally gets the realization, hey, this is this is a wild animal. I need to treat it just like my horses. Mm -hmm. He gets a flashback to Lucky getting scared by seeing the reflection. Yeah. Horses, horses and eye contact weird. Mm -hmm. Animals and eye contact weird. So obviously I need to not make eye contact with this thing. That's right. Even though where the hell are its eyes? Right. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, M and Angel end up making their way into the uh, van and they're able to, uh, to escape uh, the the area, um, they end up going to Angel's uh, apartment, which is just a you know typical man cave. I was gonna say, oh my gosh, like it really is. He is not. <laughs> 
I don't know why he was putting on the personality he was when he's originally introduced because, my God, this man is a geek. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he's got, you know, a big old, like, you know, computer rig that he's made. Um, We've we got see, VR. Yeah, yeah. We see uh, Angel and M playing VR, um, you know, just kind of hanging around and all that. Um, later on, they're in, they're at a, uh, like, a burger place, OJ starts to talk about the UFO again. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, nobody wants to talk about that. He's just like, well, you know, it's still out there and it's hungry. Yeah. And he does explain like, you know, eye contact is really big in animal training Mm -hmm. and uh, we need to not make eye contact with it essentially. And that that's the trick to it. That's how we're going to get our shot. We need to just keep her heads down yeah at this time uh emerald ends up getting a text on her phone we don't see what the text says uh the next day uh there the gang is at the uh the ranch and this is when antlers arrives yeah i guess he was uh interested after all uh especially after the news of all the people at jupiter park disappearing yeah exactly (laughs) they end up coming up with their master plan of uh getting the shot yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, OJ, over all this, is going into, like, the animal psychology mm-hmm. uh, part of training. Um, you know, we see the montage of them gathering all their supplies. Yeah. You know, we, we're getting, you know, non-electric cameras, car batteries, wacky, waving, inflatable arm tube men, you yeah. know. And this, there's some scenes in here that I'm like, wait, they didn't utilize that. Oh, yeah. Because we see Emerald, like, sewing the, the things together yeah. or making new well, flags out I, of them. Well, I think I think that what that was, like, well, I originally Are, thought that she was making um, the parachute that's used later on. Oh, okay, yeah. I but, didn't think about that. But, I mean. There's more. Yeah. There's more uh, tube men. Yeah. And there are that we initially, because she steals them from a local, like, a local shop. Yeah. Shop. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, there's way more than there would have been outside of that shop. Yeah. She so had to I pick them like, up from all over town. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, if she made all that extra stuff, like, yeah, how do we ha- still have so many tube yeah. men? We end up getting also, like, what I like to, like, like it's, it's obviously an homage to Jaws. Where, you know, they're on the boat and Quinn starts singing, show me the way to go home. Except for it. <laughs> yeah. Instead, <laughs> Antlers ends up, like, in a William Shatner way, uh, singing One Eye, One Horned, Flying Purple People Eater. <laughs> which goes on a little bit too long. Yeah, I don't know if it was supposed to be haunting or funny or what. It's weird. Because it's a little bit of both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just makes it weird. And this brings us to the final... Uh, part of the movie which is um the capturing of footage of uh of the ufo which they have so um lovingly named jean jacket after emerald's first horse she was supposed to be training that's right um so for now on it's going to be called jean jacket for me at least because i love jean jacket yep um, antlers and um, and angel are set up in a um, in like a covered uh, area with the cameras. Uh, Emerald is uh, is back in the house watching um, the footage on the camera, and OJ is uh, is basically the decoy 
out there to get the UF or to get Jean Jacket to follow him mm-hmm. so they can get the shot. Yeah, um, him and Lucky are teamed up. Yep. We got the inflatables are doing their thing and all this. And uh, seems like the plan. This might just work. It's fixing to go smoothly. Like everything's running just great, except for. Some stranger appears on yeah. a motorbike and puts a big old dent into all the plans. Yeah, yeah. Emerald goes down to uh, confront the person, and and the person's just like asking a ton of questions, and and it's just like, well, you know, it's interesting how this area doesn't show up on Google Maps, and yeah, I thought that that was pretty cool that he mentions, oh, this whole area is blurry. You're really yeah. tucked away, huh? Yeah, because that happens on. Areas where weird phenomenon is yeah. happening. Yeah. So you know, and and like it's it's such a it's a peculiar moment because of the fact that the the motorcyclist is wearing like a mirror helmet, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, we it never has like see, a weird voice. We never see his face. No, and I I didn't look up who it was because I'm oh. sure it's one of his friends. Well, I did look him up, and it's it it's, wasn't anybody. It's a rando. Mild rando. I didn't find the connection oh, about that. Okay, okay. And it wasn't any like because I was expecting it to be somebody with a like an iconic voice or whatever. And this guy, like, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe maybe I'm missing something. But uh, but anyway, like, Emerald's just like, you know, listen, you can't you can't be filming. He's just like, I'm gonna go down. She's like, you whatever you do, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Just don't drive down this way. And he immediately does so. Yeah, what does he do but drive that way? Uh, and it it just so happens that we start to see our uh, tube men start to fall over. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, which uh, Angel says, um, what happens to an electric motorcycle? Going you know, 60 miles yeah, going per 60 hour. Yeah, going 60 miles hour and turning off. Yeah, hitting a magnetic field, essentially, yeah. and turning off. And whoop. <laughs> we see so. We get a uh, hilarious scream that I hope is the new uh, Wilhelm scream. It was uh, a pretty good scream. It really was. <laughs> yeah, uh, he is not in good shape. No. He is definitely putting, like, he, he's ruined the plans, essentially. Yeah. Like, OJ goes to check on him. Yeah. And, you know, we already know Jean Jacket's in the area. Yeah. Jean Jacket sees him. And he's just like, I'm sorry, man. And rides off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, I mean, what else can you do? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the motorcycle man ends up getting scooped up, soup, slurped up yep. into Jean Jacket. Um, we hear him screaming uh, while Jean Jacket's flying around. Um, and it's probably like he's screaming like so much harder than anybody else has screamed. And it's probably because all of his bones are like oh, yeah. all crunching up while yeah, yeah, yeah. he's getting... Oh, sucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's horrible. Very horrible to think about. Um then basically the rest of it is is right back on track as far as plans go. OJ does his his, you know, um his ride on Lucky. Jean Jacket follows. They get the shot. And Antlers is a little spoiled and wants more shots. Well, because the golden hour is upon us. And what director Worth his salt, wouldn't want to get, first of all, legendary footage of an actual UFO, Mm -hmm. but also to get it during the golden hour? Are you kidding me? This is what makes (laughs) careers. Yeah, I can't say things turn out too well for Ant. (laughs) That's right. But 
you know, I mean, we got to gloss over all this because, yeah. oh, my gosh, it's just this last like what 30 minutes of the movie yeah. is just it's a spectacle yeah like well, everything you see is just phenomenal and and um so to keep with the theme of what i've been doing uh during this episode is when we're glossing over something i fill in that void with some production stuff you did a perfect job at using words <laughs> which i am clearly not good at uh, um which is spectacle Good job, uh-huh. because that is exactly what Jordan Peele was going for. So this was going to be one of the first big movies uh, post-pandemic. Right. And when Jordan Peele was developing the movie and was wanting to, to make it and stuff, um, ultimately he was just like, there hasn't been a spectacle film mm-hmm. like of, well... of a certain standard in years yeah like we haven't seen like um something you know like we haven't seen a, a jaw like a jaws hasn't come along yeah or close encounters close encounters hasn't come along yeah exactly and and so which these were all direct influences first of all obviously Peele, you know as yeah. a whole but for this movie this movie is is basically a love letter to like spielberg and like a lot of the others you mm-hmm. know like and so um so yeah, like um, you know, it, it's basically a mixture of like Steven Spielberg and, and John Carpenter is mm-hmm. is the two main influences for this. And, yeah, and, you can definitely tell, especially like the Spielberg, because it does have that kind of vibe yeah. around, well, about it. Despite li- all the horrifying things happening, there's still a little bit of whimsy. Well, and and the little bit that you do get of a score mm-hmm. sounds like. A Spielberg score. Yeah. Because you have that, like, that whimsical, like, flute. Yeah. And stuff that he does, like, when things get interesting or whatever. Like, yeah, it feels like a mixture of um, of Close Encounters, Jaws. Hell, I'd even put in a little bit of the score of, like, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like, it's all that. It's it's very, like, classic Hollywood. But there is there is a ton of reference, referential uh, moments in this film mm-hmm. uh, to, like, all the things that Jordan Peele loved growing up and influenced him as a filmmaker. Yeah. But, but yes, spectacle. Perfect. <laughs> That's what this is. Things happen. Yeah. I really just want people to watch this. Yeah. So... All I can say is that freaking amazing design yeah. of Jean Jacket because she, she, I'm going to call her a she. Yeah. She gives off a feminine energy to me. I don't know. The design for Jean Jacket's uh, other form. Yeah. Amazing. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which uh, was influenced by uh, the angels in Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, there's another anime reference like yeah. during this whole part, too, which if you've. If you're an anime fan, you'll get it you'll immediately. Know it. Yeah, you'll know it the moment. Because <laughs> I was, it. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, which made me go, you know, Jordan Peele should direct that movie. He should. Um, he should. <laughs> but but <laughs> that yeah, that movie that's never going to get made. That movie that's never going to get made. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's just so much like tension yeah. during this last half of the movie. So much stuff that you'd never think you'd see. Yeah. I think all the actors did their own stunts. Too? At the very least, Angel did. Because yeah, we yeah, saw, we know we know Angel yeah, did we his watched, own stuff. Yeah, we watched a little bit of the special features and stuff. Let's go ahead. Okay, 
before we go on gushing anymore, let's go ahead and say movies resolved, the hard stop, the end, nope. Yeah, we will not go into the details. Yeah, because even if we said the last scene, it would kind of... It would ruin it. Just, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so just, um, just, you know, so Verdict, obviously loved it, recommend it highly. Um, yeah. So, so let's take a, a, at least a minute to just now talk about a little bit that we, you know, the stuff that we enjoyed about it and mm-hmm. stuff, even though we've done so during this entire review. I do want to say one thing about Jean Jacket, though. Uh-huh. Are there others? Well, yeah. How did Jean Jacket get here? Yeah, that's the, that is ultimately the question. We don't even know necessarily if Jean Jacket is from outer space. <gasps> it could just be, just a, be a very rare yeah. creature. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, it makes you think back to all the times that you've ever been looking at the sky, mm-hmm. at clouds yeah. in particular. And there's always, every so often, one cloud that doesn't match the others. Yeah. That doesn't move the same way as the others. And you just have to kind of go, huh. Was that jean jacket? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just, I can't, um, I can't enough, like, just praise this movie for being such a, uh, a breath of fresh air uh, when it comes to thriller slash horror slash mm-hmm. western slash comedy slash sci-fi. Yeah. Um, it's funny how this movie's categorized. Oh, and one more like production note. I don't know if you picked up on this, Autumn. You had to have. Okay. <laughs> um, OJ. Right. Emerald. Uh-huh. Did you notice that the only thing they wear is uh-huh. OJ only wears orange an emerald only wears green. green. Oh, yeah. that's cute. Yeah, yeah, super cute. Yeah. But yeah, like, um, it was something that I started to kind of pick up on about midway through the movie with OJ at least. Mm-hmm. And then, and then like, when I was looking at production notes and stuff, it, that's when I saw that. I just like the stark difference in their clothing choices, mm-hmm. though, because he's definitely country boy. Yeah. Like, wearing the hoodies with the jeans and stuff like that. And big old boots. And big old boots and the trucker hat. And she's definitely, like, moved on to city life. Yeah. With yeah. her style choices. So I thought that was also interesting. Yeah. And, gosh, they play well off of each yeah. other. Yeah. I absolutely adore... Um, the entire cast. Oh yeah, everybody did great. Um, I don't think there's a character that I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe they're on the screen. Right. Even Ant, you know. Yeah. It, yeah. Despite him being weird. He's weird. Um, but I mean, that man has a silky, silky voice. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I could hear. I, I wouldn't mind listening to him read the dictionary. Yeah. If that guy doesn't <laughs> do voice acting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I haven't looked I him up. Yeah, I don't yeah, know I, what I else he's to. done. I meant to. Yeah, because, like, everybody talks about how Sam Elliott has, you know, that deep voice and all that. But this guy, Antlers. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah, like, forget Sam who? <laughs> <laughs> this guy is who's got my attention. Um, but but anyway, like, um, definitely highly recommend. You guys should check it out. Yeah, so as, as I said, we've already seen it. Twice. twice and i'll probably watch it again oh yeah um when we have time but uh yeah definitely worth it as of right now it is only available for rent and uh for purchase um i recommend just go ahead and buy if you don't already own the other movies um 
you can get on Voodoo. It's a three pack of uh, of Nope, Us, and Get Out. Yeah, and it's it's the same price as just getting Nope. Yeah. So what are you doing? You're gonna get three amazing great movies. movies. Yeah. And you're supporting him, and we want to support Jordan Peele because we want more of these movies. Absolutely. He's got... I gotta see what's in his head. Yeah, because he's got just such a fresh view of horror. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love his stuff. Well, and, and also, he's such a massive, massive nerd. Oh, that, yeah. Like, you know... It's that fun you just... to find the references that he exactly. makes. Um, now, in November, um, Nope will be available for streaming on Peacock. Ooh. So, you know, if you're listening to this after uh, October 31st, at the end of the A to Z, <laughs> um, you know, then if you've got a subscription to Peacock, go go watch Nope. Totally worth it. That brings the end of this episode of Podcast Magoria's Halloween A to Z. Our next movie is our O movie. O standing for Our House. In the middle of our street. That's right. I sincerely hope this movie, that movie, has um, that song from Madness. I, I do too. It feels like it be, it should be illegal for them to have that. Um, so catch us then next time. Until next time, if you find yourself standing out in the middle of a field, staring at a cloud, it might be a good idea to wear goggles. You know, just in case. Um, but if you notice. That that cloud is not moving the way that clouds usually move. Then maybe you need to go inside. Stop looking at those clouds. Turn up the radio. And most importantly, you must stay spooky. Brains. Brains. Bye. You've been listening to Podcast Magoria with Autumn and James, starring Autumn Campbell and James Davis, produced by Taryn Westvale, with music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and be sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for posts related to Podcast Magoria Productions. And as always, stay spooky. Mm-hmm. <laughs>